This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bobby Carella, Mavs.com, set to join us as we kick off hour number three of the G-Bag Nation. Zach Wolchuk, Brian Broaddus, Eric Chiafalo, Lucius Alexander. We got Carter Freeman running your Twitch and YouTube streams as well here on your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers, and your Dallas Cowboys. Gavin Dawson on assignment, the general with the family until the new year. Mavs fall in Denver last night. They're now 16-10 and 10 on the season. Luka, though, continuing his dominance and to talk all about it. Bobby Carella, Mavs.com. Bobby, how the hell you doing, He's sir? In the I'm fantastic, my friend. How are you? We're good. We're good, man. I mean, it would have been nice to come away with a win, but how darn special is it what Luka Doncic is doing right now? Yeah, I mean, he's probably playing the best basketball right now that he's ever played in his life. Um, I mean, he's scoring at will. He's got 30 or more points in 11 straight games. That is a career-long uh, streak. Not to be outdone by Joel Embiid, who's done it in 12 straight games at the same time as he has. But, you know, it's not just the points for Luka. It's the pace at which he and the Mavs are playing. He's pushing the tempo. He's a menace in the open floor. Dallas is the most efficient team in transition this season, and a lot of that has to do with Luka pushing the tempo making plays in the open floor, finding guys. The assist numbers are just through the roof. He's the only guy in the league this year with 17 assists in a game, and he's done it two times this month. Um, you know, he's a triple-double machine. The guy is just unbelievable. Um, and he's doing it right now for a team that's down two starters, that's down a guy that averages 25 points a game. And so, I mean, they need every single point every single rebound every single assist every single thing that Luka can give them and he's delivering and uh, I mean it has just been pretty special to watch Bobby is this because of salads and chicken and uh no sodas what what what's it, it he, he's even commented about his his health he feels like it's allowed him to play more minutes and be better is, is it is it that's is it really that simple I mean it could be you know it really could be he looks much more spry uh, in fourth quarters and in the second halves of games. You know, last year in particular, I guess really like earlier in his career, his fourth quarter numbers were very good. But last year in particular, just his shooting numbers, his points numbers, especially from the free throw line, all of those like efficiency metrics really kind of diminished in the fourth quarters of games, especially down the stretch of the year, when I think it became pretty obvious that, you know, not only was the, the quality of the team just not at the level that they wanted it to be, but Luka had carried this just massive load all season before that Kyrie trade. And uh, by the time they got him, Luka was already kind of worn out. And so he definitely put in a lot of work this summer, you know, came in much, much slimmer, just much stronger in much better condition. And uh, I think we're seeing that, that bear fruit on the court right now, because, you know, in the first half of these last 11 games, he's averaging like 25 points a game just in the first half, which is awesome but he's still giving you 12 or 15 points a night in the second half too. Uh, and some of those, you know, some of those games he'd have more points if they weren't already winning by 25. So he is really, really, you know, he put in a lot of work over the summer 
and it's paying off right now. But, you know, with all that said, he's playing a ton of minutes right now without Kyrie. He is carrying a massive load, kind of the same level that he was having to do at the beginning of last season, and we saw how that ended. So hopefully everybody can get healthy soon and his minutes can get down closer to like 35 or 36 like we're used to because 40 minutes a game at this uh, kind of usage rate is very, very tough to, to keep up for you know 82 games or however long it's going to be. Bobby Carilla, Mavs.com with us here in the G-Bag Nation on the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. Uh, Dante Exum has been a bright spot for sure. Bit of a surprise, I would say, to most. Jason Kidd uh, deemed him the connector, I believe is the use he des- uh, the word he used to describe Dante Exum. How, uh, you know, what, what, what have you seen from him and how important is he to this team right now? He just knows how to play basketball. You know, he plays within himself but he can also do a lot of things, right? So, like, he's way more than a role player. I think a connector is a really good term for him because he can run the floor and finish. You know, he can be on the receiving end of these Luka passes. We saw him do that a couple times against Denver, for example. But he can also push the tempo himself and find guys himself. He can be the guy that Luka kicks the ball out to for three, like he was against the Lakers. He made seven threes in that game, including five in the fourth quarter. Or he can be the guy to find those open shooters. He's averaging five or six assists per game uh, since joining the starting lineup whenever Kyrie went down. And then he can also rebound. He can also switch and guard multiple positions, whether that's point guards at the point of attack or switching off on threes or fours or sometimes even fives and holding his own because, yeah, he's a guard, but he's like six, five, six, six. He's pretty thick. He's pretty strong. He can get low, you know, much lower than these guys and kind of knock them off their spot. So he can do a little bit of everything. Um, I heard a lot of really good stuff about him during training camp, but I was very skeptical that the Mavs would be able to trot out lineups with Kyrie, Luka, and Exum because I just thought that they would just be too small. I thought, you know, Exum throughout his career has been a little bit reluctant from beyond the arc. You know, he's not trying to get him up the same way like Tim Hardaway or Grant Williams or even Derek Jones will – um, but Exum is a much more willing shooter lately, uh, and he can defend these bigger guys. And so that trio, very limited minutes together, but that trio has been awesome when they're all on the floor. But Exum, you know, rising up to the, to the occasion like he has, especially since Kyrie went down, allows the Mavs to keep pretty much two of them on the floor at all times when all three are healthy, and they never really miss a beat. So, I mean, he's just been, he's been unbelievable, and it's really hard to think of where they would be right now, especially without Kyrie, if Exum wasn't playing at this level, because he's really the only other guy on the team right now that can run a pick and roll that can set the table for other guys. And then also capitalize as being that off guard. Bobby Carroll Mavs.com with us here in the G bag nation with Exum's emergence in the off season, the rumors were teams were interested in a Hardy or a Josh green, obviously green hurt right now, but because of what they're getting from Dante Exum, if indeed a team were to say, Hey, those are two guys that we'd like, you think they'd be more open-minded to moving one? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that there's some complicated cap stuff because they did extend green. Um, But I think, you know, yeah, Exum is playing really well. But I think if you were to project what you wanted Josh Green to be, it would be essentially what Dante Exum is doing right now. So I feel like why wouldn't you want three or four or five of those guys on your roster as opposed to only one? So, you know, I think just because he's playing really well doesn't necessarily mean that you would – you know, uh, be a little more liberal with your decision-making further on down the roster, especially with younger players. But Hardy is more interesting to me because, you know, right now without Kyrie and even, you know, Tim Hardaway missed a couple games, back spasms, and he seems to be back fine now, but he did miss three or four games in a row there at one point. 
you know, you would figure that there would be a lot more minutes open for Hardy to take. You know, Green is out, Kyrie's out, Hardaway was out, even Exxon missed some time, and Hardy still wasn't getting a lot of minutes. You know, we've seen Seth Curry get some. Tim obviously has been playing great, so he's playing a ton of minutes. Dante is, and Hardy has been kind of the odd man out. And I know fans are really confident, really excited about him. I was too, you know, based on the way he played at the end of last season. So, you know, we'll see. I know you want to be really patient with young players, and it is hard to bring them along and develop them in a winning environment because you don't really have a lot of room for mistakes. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens with him. But, yeah, I, I don't really know. It's it, it hasn't really gone the way I expected, that's for sure. Bobby, when, uh, you know, we're 25, 26 games into this thing now, what were your your thoughts about Lively coming into the season, and where is he now as you look at these twenty five games? Well, coming into the year, you know, I, I thought that he was maybe going to be part of the rotation. You know, I thought that there would be a lot more Dwight and Rashawn Holmes at least early in the season because Lively's nineteen. He didn't play a ton in college. You know, he missed some time and he was banged up for part of his time and. You know, playing college basketball, especially at the center position, is way different than playing in the NBA. You know, so I just thought it would take him a lot of time. Um, but I mean, man, from opening night, I was just—he was so far ahead of schedule. And now, you know, without him, granted, even if he was out there guarding Nikola Jokic, I'm not sure that he would have like single-handedly turned the game around in the Mavs' favor or anything. But you know, you can see the difference defensively whenever he's on the floor versus when he's off. You can see the difference on the glass, both offensively and defensively, whenever he's on the floor versus when he's off. I mean, he has proven to be, you know, Luca obviously is number one, and then Kyrie, you know, based on how he can score and run the team and all that stuff is number two. But outside of those two guys, Lively might be your most valuable Maverick so far. Um, I don't think anyone thought that would be the case yeah. coming into the season, but it is true. And, you know, that's awesome because he's only 19 and you're going to have him for a really long time. But it's also kind of like, man, you know, we definitely uh, we need more from the wings. We need more from the bench and all that stuff. So it kind of like shifts your priorities, I guess, in terms of where you want to upgrade the roster. I guess now you know, hey, we got this stud at center and he's going to be here for the next 10 years or whatever the case is. Let's upgrade everywhere else. As opposed to in August and September, we're still seeing reports of the maps. We're trying to trade for a veteran big and they might trade, you know, key players for a highly paid center from another team or whatever. <laughs> Now I don't really think you need to do that. Like I think you got the guy. Now you can just focus everywhere else. So it's a it's a pretty nice find, I gotta say. What's the what's the mass best trade ship right now? That's tough, you know. Um that well, I mean <laughs> Luca. <laughs> yeah. But uh but no, I mean it's <laughs> it's it's hard. You know, I think um Looking around the league, I'm not really sure how many like quality players are gonna be available available for trade. Uh, I think a lot more guys are signing extensions now and are taking the money and then kind of requesting trades later, as opposed to like upcoming free agents are like, no, trade me now so that I can find a new team. Like I think players are going to take their money from their current team and then do like what KD did, for example. Um, so I'm not sure how active the Mavs would be right now. I mean, it would kind of, I would kind of get in trouble if I answered that question, but mm -hmm. you know, I would say, the Mavs are going to have a lot more attractive trade chips after this season because they'll have more first-round picks and also some maybe unanswered questions about some of their young guys will be better answered by April or May, you know, if they're able to go on a little bit of a playoff run. Um, right now, I mean, maybe their first-round pick, if they leave it unprotected, that would be, I think, in 2027. Um, but, I mean, who knows? It's all about needs. All it takes is 
and all of a sudden this guy in the mask is a whole lot more attractive. So, you know, we'll see as this whole thing plays out. Mavs get the Clippers at home, who all of a sudden are red hot right now tomorrow night. Injury report already has, of course, Kyrie, Josh Green, Lively, Sadly, and Maxi all out. How tough is this? You're killing me, man. You're killing me. I know. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, the Clippers are playing great, too. So I could not find a worse possible time to play (laughs) them. Um, But, hey, you know, Mavs clocked them in Dallas a few weeks ago. Then they went out to L.A., and the Clippers ran away with that one in the second half. Never really had a chance in that one. So I guess, hey, this is the rubber match. Um, you know, obviously everyone is kind of making light of the, the Brian DeMaris video talking about Harden. Well, of course, at the end of that game against the Clippers, Russ scored on Luka a couple times in a row and on camera in the middle of the floor pointed at Luka and said, go right at him. Go right at him. So oh. I think Luka might have a little extra juice in the tank for that one tomorrow too. So we'll see. I mean, it's always, it's always fun whenever these teams match up. So what's the uh, holidays like for you, Bobby? You got big Christmas plans? Yeah, so actually right now I'm in between company Christmas parties. Nice. We were at a local arcade earlier, and I'm about to go to the uh, the company-wide one here pretty soon. And then on Christmas, of course, the Mavs play. Play, yeah. yeah. But they, yeah, but they don't play until I think it's like 8.30 or 9.30. It's a much game. later game. Yeah, yeah. So during the day I'll be able to hang out with my family, uh, including my cousin Kyle. He's a big He's a big fan of y'all station, so he's listening right now, I'm sure. Um, Heck yeah. Kyle. Yeah. But uh but yeah, gonna hang out with the family and then hopefully watch the maps humiliate K D and Devin Booker. Yeah, Bobby, I think that if you lost your job, there would be a station here in Dallas that'd like to hire you for your expertise. <laughs> I think hey, you do. Why do my DMs? Yes. Let's, let's start talking. Yeah, I, I think that like if you want to go ahead and tell us who the Mavs need to trade every one of those people to get you in trouble and you get fired. We'd be happy to have you over here. Oh, wow. job you do. Okay. Have you, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, don't share this interview footage, but uh, I'm always listening. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bobby, we love you, buddy. Take care, man. And, uh, of course, enjoy the holidays. We don't catch up with you before then. Hey, thank you, guys. You as well. There he goes. Bobby Curella, Mavs.com. I think the best uh, out there oh, that, that covers the Mavs. No question. And, uh, it's a joy to have him We're lucky on in this city, the guys weird. like him and, you know, Tim McMahon and, you know, I know Mark Stein's yeah. a family friend of mine and all that, man. Some some outstanding basketball minds. Tim Cato, now. Grant Abseth yep. are doing great stuff. Yep. And, of course, yep. Nick Angstad. And yep. Reggie joins him once yep. uh, once That's a week a on their point. podcast. Yep. So, I mean, we, we really do have a talent-rich environment with people covering the Mavs right now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.